Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Bean Dad. The Dress. 30 to 50 feral hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene was wounded! But be careful, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Gene! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Worst Year Ever, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome to the worst year ever. We'll get through it together or not. Everything is so dumb, 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 Welcome to the worst year ever, a podcast for only the very smartest people, where every day, well, once a week or so, we break down the most critical, most thought-provoking, most important issues in the world and talk about them in detail. To start us off today, Cody Johnston, my host, got a question for you. Big question. Deep question. question. All right. Okay, 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 okay. Do you think The Rock would be less popular if his parents had named him Dwayne the Holocaust Johnson? Yes. That's a very good question. I don't necessarily think so because I feel like The Rock would change his Mm -hmm. name early on to something else. He would not Um, continue going by Dwayne the Holocaust Johnson. He he, would say that's a bad He would be like, that's a bad name. Ideally, in an ideal world, he would say, that's a bad name. Um, I've got some questions for my parents, and maybe we need to have some talks. (laughs) But I will legally change my name to something like uh, Dwayne the Holocaust was bad, actually, uh, Johnson, mm-hmm. or something of that, like that. Yeah, or just, just Dwayne, no, not remember the Holocaust, Johnson. Right. Yeah. I, I, I would say not mentioning it at all is better, but... I think he would have started to. working out a lot earlier because of all the bullying. Yeah, yeah I think, but uh, we, I think also... Like, what kind of bullying do you think he'd get? Like, would it be would it would it be bullying from people who were like, "Your name is making light of the Holocaust," or would it be bullying from people who were like, "I'm a Nazi," and and so like that could really well, thing switch I feel the like kind of Dwayne the Rock Johnson he could get. I feel like early on he could find a community that accepts him mm-hmm. um, for all the mm-hmm. wrong reasons, and um, you know he could go down uh, a path. Yeah, that could be really dangerous. You're right. Um, I think The Rock well, was a good choice. Um, also, his parents didn't name him The Rock. 
I mean, I don't know that you can prove that, Cody. Now, That's Robert, true. was there Has... any rhyme to the reasoning for this introduction, or did you just want to mention the Holocaust? And it's the just something really I've been thinking about every day for the last seven to eight months. Well, I mean, that's why, uh, again, this is, uh, it's the most important things that are being talked about by everybody mm-hmm. every day. Only the most important things, nothing else. important things. So um, I'm Fuck you if you try you to talk about anything else. Whoa. Thank you, Cody. Hey. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, heroism gets thrown a lot, around a lot, that word. He- mm-hmm. Hero, heroic. Yeah, yeah, her- heroicism. I, I think I'm the only one there's ever been, I think is the... The lesson of this conversation. Robert, the Holocaust Evans hero. Well, okay, that's a little much. Well, I mean, a little much, Cody. It's your legal name, so I don't know what you're <laughs> getting. Getting a lot of deep content out today. Hate this. Hate it. Welcome yeah. to the worst year ever. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the worst episode of the worst year ever. Katie's oh not God. here, which is why we spent the first four minutes or so talking I miss you, about. Katie. Yeah, we miss Wayne you, Katie. Why, why didn't you Cody. stop this? <laughs> why didn't you stop this? Um, you, Cody, were recently, uh, very, very recklessly, uh, mm-hmm. went traveling uh, during a pandemic. How dare you? It's fine. <laughs> I, the vaccines are out. It's time to get. It's time to get back to being. Oh, beings. I'm unvaccinated, um, and I was sneezing the whole time. So, uh, no mask. Oh, Cody. That's all Cody, not true. I no need to make. I need to Johnson. make. I need to make it clear to everybody listening. Yeah, no, I'm, you, I'm vaccinated. It was fine. It was fine. I wore a mask. Mm-hmm. It was all. It's all good. Yeah, we we're Safely. all we're all vaxxed up yeah. here. And you you had your first cross country trip. You went to a party. You were like a human being again. Yeah. That that socializes with other members of his species. How was that? It was wild. I celebrated love, which was nice. Oh, love is nice. Yeah. Yeah. I like love. Uh, it was for a wedding of a friend. Uh, they put off their wedding from last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, beyond account of the things that everybody listening knows about. It was something. Really just diving right in to just being on planes and hanging out with a bunch of people and uh, socializing with more than a few people. And it was nice. Did you know that it's really nice to like uh, talk to your friends? To see humans? It's yeah, so wonderful. It's, um, uh, human interaction. One of the only things no. that makes life worth living yeah. is, uh, is is friends. Yeah, one would say that. Absolutely. I think I think more than yeah, one would yeah. say that, actually. I think multiple Lots of people say are that. saying yeah, this. many people <laughs> are saying that. Um, Lots of people are weeping this as yeah, they think yeah, about all of the Many people scream months. this to yeah. the heavens. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and uh, it was nice to see people's actual faces, see their mouths move, their mm-hmm. smiles, um, their micro-expressions, all that. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, I was recently on a plane myself for a less fun reason. Obviously, my mom died, so I had to get to get home and get back. Uh, I was vaccinated, uh, and most of my family was. Uh, but yeah, it was weird to see how completely, um, how completely back to normal capacity. Like planes are the same as they were before, except for you have to wear a mask when you're not eating mm-hmm. shitty plane snacks. Yeah, um, um, my uh, which I guess my, is fine. My... I don't know. It, yeah, it's uh, one of mine. I actually got my row. My row was clear. It was me, which was very, very nice. Oh, that's good. Um, but every other flight was, yeah, it was jam-packed. Everyone, uh, at one point on one of the flights, uh, someone had to <laughs> go on the intercom and basically say, um, listen, um, please wear your masks. Uh, please keep them over your noses. I know that many people are vaccinated. I know that the CDC has uh, changed their guidelines, but uh, federal law says uh, you have to wear a mask on these planes. Um, you signed up for this when you bought the ticket. 
you agreed to it. Yeah. Please don't roll your eyes at us when we ask you to please put your mask on. <laughs> um, yeah. We have literally no control here. We work for the airline. This is a federal law. Please don't make this be a thing. Our jobs are difficult enough. <laughs> yeah, don't be mad at us. Uh, don't take it out on other people. So that was that was a nice little uh, a little a little treat. I was waiting for some sort of you know thing like that. I know uh, a friend of mine. A few. It was honestly it was a couple of days after. Uh, that Tucker Carlson piece about how you should call the police uh, if you see your like kids wearing masks and stuff. Yeah, um, your friend and, called uh, the cops on a mask wearer, huh? Uh, no. Oh uh, well, <laughs> my friend, my friend's uh, uh, their uh, boyfriend was followed uh, by somebody uh, and like bo- like bothered oh, cool. followed after that um, because they were wearing a mask. So that's cool. Oh rad! Yeah, that's really, great. Oh really god, neat. you love um, to see it. We do. We yeah. Love, uh, we love getting back to normal, don't we? Yeah, everything about the mask thing is horrible. Um, because n- no one's gonna learn good lessons from it. Uh, and people well, we're already at a, a bunch point of point. Yeah, like, it's the re- like any any resistance. It's like, well, you say this now. I'm saying this. Like, there's there are people who are like, okay, I'm against masks because they don't work. Now there's a vaccine. Well, I'm against the vaccine. That's not going to work. In fact, I'm going to start wearing a mask. It's like, well, yeah. what do you believe at all? And it's like it's just so frustrating that the lesson <sighs> couldn't be like, ah, well, it was good that we had masks when we needed them. And maybe now during flu season, more people wear, wear masks in the grocery store because it, it just is a, a good idea. It keeps people and healthy. And like, We don't uh, have to talk about it. It doesn't have to be a thing. It, it's it fine. Very well, it no one's going to be. mandate this. Um, Yeah, uh, it's it's super cool and fine, and everyone is different, and if you don't want to, that's fine at a certain point, and uh, I, uh, yeah, like, my uh, my mom uh, works with kids, she gets, uh, she gets sick, like, four times a year. Yeah. Didn't last year at all. Yep. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. And... uh, I know, it's just gonna turn into a thing where, like, anyone with a mask, someone's gonna bother them, and, like... Call them a weak little baby or something, and um, it's not gonna be great. But mm-hmm. at least the, we have more vaccinations. At least uh, Ohio's uh, suggesting that they will pay a million dollars to a few people. Yeah, that's the the fact that it works that well. That like giving out free beer and bribing people and stuff is like what it actually is going to take. Is just yeah, of course. Of course, like, just use lo- just use lottery logic to get people vaccinated. Yeah, you think we like Lin Manuel Miranda is gonna like do a rap and convince anyone yeah. to get the fucking vaccine? No, just say you'll pay them. No, uh, free. You meal. know what would have solved this whole problem is with the vaccines first came out said, "Hey, we're gonna have all of 2020. We're gonna have a contest. Everyone who gets vaccinated is enrolled. Winner gets a billion dollars." You become a billionaire. One yeah. person becomes a billionaire <laughs> One. if you if you from getting vaccinated. Suddenly, the whole conversation stops. Wow, like, <laughs> would is... have been cheaper, honestly, than all would've of the other bullshit Absolutely. they could have done. Been. Yeah, would have saved money. Um, and yes, it's like... dumb. It's a dumb thing I well. suggested, but the whole this is a dumb country. Everything that's happening is dumb. And but it's also, going like, to you don't have to, dumber? like, that is very yeah. dumb. It's going to get dumber. Yeah. yeah uh, one a, billion dollars to one person is a dumb idea. It's an but incredibly dumb idea, but glorious, it And it would have worked. Um, but at this point, like, even the million dollars, like, split it up. Give give yeah. people a thousand dollars. 
give more that's people a lot of money dollars. yeah it's like yeah yeah um yes but it were it's apparently worked like there wasn't but yes bribe them so but it's yeah, literally the absolutely. only way to actually to actually do this is to bribe or them. if you get the vaccine people next are... election you get two votes yeah yeah you get to, you get to double up on your votes just like really just like <laughs> lean into like just fucking uh, everything fuck up even more yeah just just really ruin the country a little yeah a little harder just a little bit oh god well cody we're all having a good time here in america um we love america i'm excited by how quickly uh everyone seems to realize what was happening to palestinians was fucked up and then um there was this massive backlash and uh the corporations who actually took a stand like ign weirdly enough had to not take a stand anymore guys like mark ruffalo who took a stand wound up backtracking because some real scary motherfuckers must have either threatened them or made them feel i think mark ruffalo is probably a little bit of a pushover so they may have just you know you get a bunch of people he likes telling him that no you really are wrong on this one mark and he feels yeah like i'm sure there's like Um, personal pressure and even you know like hey you want to still be the hulk you better shut the fuck up man yeah yeah i don't know how Um, i like honestly i don't know if it was like that or if it was just like oh mark ruffalo is is kind of a little bit of a pushover and if like a dozen dudes he respects i'll say like no mark you got it wrong because you know they're all getting yeah, paid yeah, by exactly. uh, APAC. Like he he changes his tune. Um, I don't know. Uh, it's just like the manufacturing of consent. I guess happens as as I mean it has. It's always been this open. I guess it, what 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 is honestly new is that anybody spoke up in behalf of Palestine for a little while. Right, um, like the, a so, few a few got yeah. through. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think there's some heartening stuff there actually um, about the mm-hmm. just like the number of people who sort of realize what's what is going on, um, and being able to uh, condemn the actions of a state and also condemn like uh, bigotry against a religion. Like the you know any anti anti semitism towards people is uncalled for and unwarranted, and not at all yeah. what anyone is saying. In terms of like the the situation, um, people are obviously saying it because there are anti semites out there. And yeah. uh, bigotry is a uh, hot commodity these days. It is a hot commodity. And you know what else is a hot commodity, Cody? <laughs> motherfucking authoritarianism. Uh, oh, yeah, no, because, it's one of our favorite things. Yeah. Big, bi- one of our biggest exports and imports. Yeah, it's doing great these days. Doing mm-hmm. a lot better in, in the last two weeks than Bitcoin. Um, <laughs> I think the big thing that I'm kind of horrified about is what happened uh, in Belarus. Basically, there's this dude kind of like a blogger opposition journalist to the dictator of Belarus, uh, Lukashenko. Um, and he was on a plane to Lithuania. Um, I think he was heading to Vilnius. And uh, Belarus engineered a fake bomb threat and claimed that it was Hamas, <laughs> which classic Hamas action trying to blow up a, an airliner headed to Lithuania. Yeah, you know, I'm... Hotbed of pro-Israeli support, Lithuania. <laughs> Um, <laughs> why would you even bother with that? Yeah, um, it's biz- I mean, because they're in the news, and it's right. it's yeah. it's all he needed to throw out there. Um, and so the plane and like a, a MiG twenty one, like from Belarus, like escorted this Ryanair flight. If you don't know Ryanair, if you haven't spent a lot of time in Europe, Ryanair is spirit, but worse. Um, that's Ryanair. Uh, it's it's, but worse? it's shittier spirit. Yeah, but but worse. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Um, they're both trash, but all the only thing that's wor- the only airline I've been on worse than Ryanair is probably fucking Wizz Air. Um, Interesting. Which is uh, like real bad. quality of flight, uh, quality of staff, uh, just quality ev- of flight, all, all quality of staff, number of things that should be included in an airline ticket that you actually have to pay yeah, for. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Just that's a horrible airline. So they. <laughs> The they they set down in um in Belarus and um uh this guy like immediately recognizes oh I'm fucked they're going to kill me because this is what the regime does like I've committed things that are executable offenses yep. they take him and like four other passengers off we don't really know entirely why all of the others were taken off but they they take him uh the picture we've seen like he was he's clearly being tortured uh he's probably going to be killed if he's not dead already um. And you know it's because it, 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 it this is this is set off an an uproar like the EU is currently shutting down all flights to and out of Belarus like making it impossible because and which I think they need to do be like okay well you if you're going to do shit like this you don't get to be connected to the rest of the world um because that's not okay. I think it, you know, you need to have there need to be consequences to the regime. I'm not sure if it's going to mean anything. And of course, what we're already saying is. Because Lukashenko kind of builds himself as like a continuation of the Soviet Union and like his regime is a continuation of the Soviet Union. There's a lot of dumbass tankies um, who always defend his ass. But one of the things that complicates this is that this journalist may have had some real fucking sketchy ties with the Azov Battalion in Ukraine, which are fucking Nazis. Like this guy might be a complete piece of shit, which doesn't change the fact that Belarus had no right to divert a flight with a fake terror attack in order to execute him. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter that he's a piece of shit in this specific... Now, you can argue the EU should have done something about this guy, as they should do about Azov, or yeah. someone like the Ukrainian government should do something about Random citizens on the street could have done something, or like... Yes, yes, I'm not the defending... The punch of Nazi like, creed, things like that. I don't know that we, we... We don't know to a point of certainty that this guy... Was it because there's some debate like maybe he was trying to do a story from within them? I'm not I it has not been conclusively shown. I think there's a lot of evidence this guy had some has some sketchy fucking connections. So I'm certainly not going to defend this guy. There's a good chance he's a piece of shit. Um, It's still terrifying what the what the Belarusian government did. Um, And I don't like that. Uh, And I think people need to like there needs to be consequences. Otherwise, because like one of the things that's being shown as like well the u.s did this when they forced uh evo morales's plane down like that's actually not what happened with evo because for one thing like his plane wasn't forced down and he wasn't arrested and tortured and executed Mm. um that's that's Mm. that's not not actually what went down um and uh it's just all stupid uh well also i mean uh aside from the fact that uh that's not mm, quite the best analogy um, if you're yeah. saying, if you're arguing in favor of something and saying, well, the U.S., blah, 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 that's not yeah. necessarily the best argument that the U.S. Yeah. does things to. Um, yeah. But, um, yeah. So will, will there be more information uh, about that? Um, I probably, uh, we'll see. Like, it's, this is still an ongoing situation, as is the fallout to it. You know, I don't think we know what's going to happen, but I do think we know that guys like Erdogan, um, mm-hmm. in Turkey, guys like Putin, um, guys like, uh, oh, fuck, what's the, the Hungary, Buttigieg. the, the quasi dictator of, 
Yes, Buttigieg. Of, mm-hmm. Yes, dictator Bo- Pete Thank Buttigieg of, of, of Hungary. Um, are all watching this to kind of see, okay, can we get away with this now? Oh, can yeah, that's always the case. Diverting right? like planes these, with like... journalists, foreign journalists. Well, I mean, this guy wasn't, I mean, but he was not a, a resident of Belarus anymore. Like, I, but, I like, don't you know. Push, I think you it's... push here and then other people yeah. see that it's okay. Like, yeah. little, little mini trial balloons everywhere. And... Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Anyway, it's pretty bad and not good. But you know what is good, Cody? Wow, <laughs> that was you're brilliant. Killing it. You are killing it. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Well done, sir. It's products. Um, uh, uh, food. Uh, weed. Um, food, friends. possibly weed. Puppies. Could be weed. Um, puppies, Could be the water. TV show Friends. Plants. Friends. All of these things might be... The ad. The ad could be for the new Friends reboot that they're doing, Cody. We should talk about the Friends reboot. Oh, my oh yeah. No, everyone um, is talking about that in the news. So everybody we have to talk the about the Friends reboot. Um, and uh, we could talk about, uh, I mean, hopefully Pot will start advertising on our show. Um, yeah, let's get that happening. Come on. Marijuana. What are you waiting for? Yeah. Come on, big I, weed. I anyway, want to. Here's... I will. I'm willing. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to sell weed. Yeah, I've, or just I've been willing it. to sell That's weed since I was 19 and selling weed. There you go. Welcome to the worst year ever. We'll get through it together or not. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Why did the internet choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? I'll be talking to internet historians, experts, and yes, the main characters themselves to get a fuller picture. Because I think that even outside individual experiences, a character of the day tells us something about how the internet worked at that time and how the attention economy developed into the freaky three-headed dragon it is today. Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Eugene Fodor. Gene, we'll boot it. Much of the joy you will find on the road comes from the person you share it with. So you write the books, Gene, and Vlastar on the business. I understand now. He's a wise man who marries a wiser woman. But be careful and choose your travel partner well, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. Get down! I'm not stupid, Gene. Something is going on and it's high time you tell me the truth. Freeze, Americano! Gene, run! So travel before it's too late. Your money will return. Your time won't. And we're all too quickly approaching that final destination. Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, 
acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table, because geek culture is pop culture, and we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And I was joking earlier, I never sold weed, but I did date a number of people because they were my pot dealer. Um, That's right. I helped my roommate <laughs> sell weed. Um, um, you but, fucking criminal. Well, it was okay. I got high. Yeah. Well. So okay. it doesn't count, right? It doesn't I mean, count it as a crime if like, you're high. It's a real plus in a relationship if they also sell weed. Um it goes, it's great. You know, I also had my favorite guy who sold me, stranger person who sold me weed story was I was living in a hovel once in uh, in Lakewood, Dallas. It was legally zone, zoned as servants' quarters. It was a small one-room house behind a duplex um, yeah. that was in terrible shape. My, mm-hmm. my two roommates and I paid 550 a month total for this place. It was where I lived when I, I'd saved up like $2,500 teaching special ed and I quit my job to try to make it as a writer. And so I was like, okay, I can pay like 200 bucks a month and live for like six months here if I eat ramen yeah. and smoke ditch weed. Right, um, right. And a couple, a couple of months into living there, I'm showering during a thunderstorm and the ceiling of the shower collapses in on me. <laughs> Like falls down, like it all falls in on me, and there's no roof over the shower. Now, thankfully, just above the shower, which if you're going to pick one area to have no roof in your house, that is where you'd pick. Yeah, um, yeah it makes yeah. for weird showers because if you're having a hot shower while there's rain coming in, it's bizarre. oh, that sounds um, uh, amazing, actually. Yeah, what a, it's it's uh, odd. An odd, an odd meditative experience that must be. <laughs> So we call we call the the landlord and the landlord is this guy who is he's like in his 70s. He's clearly kind of a burnout. He's not a bad landlord as landlords go because rent is cheap as hell and he does not give a fuck what we do there or if we're doing illegal drugs or any of that. But he also doesn't take care of the place. And we met the owner of the place once. The guy who owned the house was a dude whose last name was I shit you not Mr. Escobar. He lived Mm -hmm. down in Mexico, and he came up once to pick up a classic Volkswagen Beetle that he had parked on the property. And he was just a, uh, uh, had a fascinating mustache. So I don't know what the hell was going on there. It was a shady property. We call the property manager, and we're like, the ceiling fell in on on the shower. You should probably do something about that. And so he sends his repair guy, who takes one look at it and is like, yeah, that's not getting fixed anytime soon. And then in the same breath says, do you want to buy some weed? Yeah, <laughs> he so did. It, he, for months, he didn't fix the hole in the roof. But once every two weeks, he would drop off $50, an ounce of like pretty good popcorn for 50 bucks and like leave it in the uh, in the tool shed. And it was a great, As again, lo- one of the gift, best right? landlord like type a- relations. No, no, no. I paid 50 bucks oh, for okay. that shit. 
at least. But it was a good uh, price. That's a good price. That's a good price. I I, yeah. I wish he was a little more generous in that uh, you you can't shower's not going to fit be fixed. But here's some weed every <laughs> once in a while. It was more shower's not going to be fixed, but I'll sell you some weed. But in addition, um, yeah, I guess also like at that yeah. point, it was uh, much harder to get. You know, we were used to paying fifty bucks an ounce for like Mexican brick weed, which was yeah. not great. And this was fifty dollars a month for like shake from pretty good weed, which is a significant upgrade for the same price. When you were uh, anyway the story uh, about your was five fifty a month or whatever, uh, it made me think of yeah. uh, when I was in Ohio at, in this four hundred dollar apartment. Uh, and then you mentioned the the shower breaking, uh, which also happened at my apartment. Mm-hmm. The roof just collapsed. Aww. It's oh, fine. good. I didn't get weird. Yeah, out of it, I love whatever. having landlords. I don't know. Cody, how do you feel about aliens? I support them. I feel that they uh, definitely exist somewhere um, in some shape or form, even uh, possibly in the oceans of Europa, for example. Um, I think okay. that there are, uh, uh, there's enough water and uh, various organic materials. Yeah. Uh, in in the the galaxy in the universe that um, it is like of course there's yeah. some, there's something that there are Goldilocks conditions elsewhere that uh, or uh, conditions that we don't even know can support life that uh, exists uh, for sure uh, is my opinion generally yeah that's kind of where I am like I think there's a definitely a non-zero chance there's something we would recognize as life outside of Earth in our solar system and, and almost certainly something but I am kind of like I'm not as much as I joke about it on Twitter I'm I, I'm pretty uh, leery of the idea that there's like advanced life out there with fucking spaceships and shit visiting us just because like one of the things uh, I'm not great at physics, but it seems like there's a good chance that even if there's a bunch of other life out there, it would never be able to get here because maybe that's just like we're never going to have the Star Trek shit. Maybe yeah. all of that's nonsense, and there's no point in going. Um, all I generally think that there is a possibility of that. It, it's yeah, it's not, certainly like, not. We're, a we're not. We're chance. not close yeah. to there. But I think that um, intergalactic space travel or uh, just interstellar space travel quickly is going to be possible one day if we fucking survive and. Uh, uh, be and and it would do be nice. better. Be, be if we're if we get better at what at wh- who we are. If we actually um, be best for sure. Yeah. If we if we be best, then I think the that is possible. Um, but not necessarily like you know obviously like instantaneous uh, travel. But um, I think uh, so many things are possible um, that we just can't comprehend and have no uh, even perception of. And uh, it looks like and sounds like magic, but it's just we just don't understand it yet. Um, but I also think that uh, a civilization that is at that level, which I don't, I have no real opinion of one way or the other on whether or not th- mm-hmm. uh, uh, a species has gotten to that point. Um, but if they were to, I feel like there would be, uh, like you mentioned Star Trek shit, like some sort of, uh, like they're not going to come and fuck with us um, or like uh, yeah. interact with us unless it it's... Um, you know, they need our resources, which I also always think is kind of funny because if you're a uh, highly it's advanced civilization to get shit. Yeah. Uh, and you're like, oh, we need uh, we need water, we need uh, gold, we need carbon, like whatever it is you need, it is everywhere else. Seems like there's a also. lot of that shit. It's Seems like, everywhere. Like, there, there's, there's whole planets that are just like diamond or gold or yes, some shit. There's, there's, there's water all over the fucking place. There's literally an entire planet of, of diamond. Yeah. 
Uh, there is like just, uh, there's a I forget how large it is. Uh, immense. It's just water. It's literally a mm-hmm. pool of water floating there's, in space. There's plenty of shit out there. Like the fucking, um, it's the universe. It's 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 got everything in it. Yeah. So um, the idea that like, oh, we they need yeah. they need our resources is just laughable to me. Unless it's like they need our human pee specifically. They need to harvest our human pee. Um, but if it's just like a mineral or an element, I find that uh, to be pretty ridiculous. Um, because if we had interstellar travel, we're like, oh, we need, we need hydrogen. <laughs> we got to go find a society. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I don't know. You know. So here's 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 what we're actually talking about today. Is there's there's more alien shit in the news, right? There's always alien. There's that shit video that, that came out with yeah. those fighter pilots who were what off the coast of fucking San Diego or something, and they saw a thing and they were like, oh, whatever it is, it's so much better than anything we have. It's you know a mm-hmm, thousand times mm-hmm. you know more advanced than the. I, I, uh, and this is like this is the way it always goes. It seems new, I think, to people who don't haven't paid a lot of attention to the history of like people talking about UFOs. But like the shit that gets people up in arms is always fighter pilots because like some mm-hmm. some dude from like bumfuck Oklahoma is like yeah I saw me some shit in the sky and we're like okay Cletus mm-hmm. like yeah I'm sure you fucking did yeah. those yeah. are called stars also, buddy <laughs> yeah you you have been day drunk since 1976 I'm not surprised fighter pilots people trust even though they lie about for example um, civilian casualties. Um, <laughs> But yeah, people tr- people assume like not okay, extraterrestrial civilians though. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. People like okay, a fighter pilot, you got to have like a clear head on your shoulder to do that gig. You right, have to yeah. like, yeah, and it, you, they assume okay, if you see a thing and you like fly around it, and it's like oh, this doesn't do work like any plane I've seen. They know what they're talking about, and it's certainly like I will say a more credible report it it deserves to be investigated when a when a pilot is like i saw some shit that deserves to be investigated when maybe some dude sitting out in a bayou in louisiana sees a light in the sky and maybe not worth an investigation right, right um but there's a there's a couple of things going on here um one of them is that uh it, pilots um are eyewitnesses and eyewitnesses suck <laughs> like as a as a as a matter of like something that has been consistently shown overwhelmingly in data on how good people are at accurately recalling events eyewitnesses are bad and the footage that exists is not clear enough to know what the hell people are seeing like it it could all like i haven't seen any footage where i'm like oh there's no way that's a drone um, right, right, and more the thing often that is unregulated. Yeah, yeah, and there's like a I think a collective thing with eyewitnesses too, where like they sort of like start to uh, mm-hmm. uh, combine their stories and create like one, uh, and also like yeah, like not recalling um, a day later and like filling in the blanks, and the the farther you get away from it, the the less like the actual event it, it becomes, um, but also uh, more often than not the videos can be explained. Um, mm-hmm. And and in, in fact, when you look at, because obviously I'm not saying reports of extraterrestrials shouldn't be investigated. I'm saying they should be and are. 
um, there's a specific branch uh, of the Air Force, or of the Department of Defense at least, the Advanced Aviation Threat Identification Program, um, that looks into this shit. And there have been precursors to that, like Object Blue Book, and more than 90% of the reports have had a definitive answer as to what it was. Uh, and that doesn't mean that eight or nine or whatever percent are definitely UFOs. It means they just like they didn't have enough information to make a conclusion. Well, and they're also, not in the that's, business of speculating. Right. That's the other thing, too, because those eight or nine percent, that does mean that those are UFOs. Because a UFO is an un- yes. unidentified flying yeah. object. It's still unidentified. If if you if something is a UFO, that that's not a synonym for aliens. Yeah. Uh, yes. Flying UFO does not equal flying saucer. It equals a thing in we the don't sky. know. Yeah. Yeah. I want to believe that. I, I do also, want to believe. Yeah. I will. I, I do. Will I, do I do want, want to believe. believe. Like we're all fundamentally uh, uh, sympathetic to Fox Mulder, um, history's greatest hero, mm-hmm. but uh, Fox Mulder as a couple of friends of ours have chronicled for the last several years, was a maniac. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. Maybe don't, don't, lunatic, take, uh, yeah. don't take uh, his word for um, much. Um, or, or anything. He's, he's anything. He's made some, yeah, he's made he some was, questionable out of decisions. His mind. Yeah, he's yeah. Not, Left uh, on he's that not... submarine. Um, he just he wants to believe so much. He just needs to believe. That's the and thing. He, like, think... Mulder doesn't want to believe. He needs to believe. He needs to believe, and that's why you shouldn't take him seriously about anything because he's he's out of his goddamn. Yeah, board. he's a, he's a... just like all of the people who wind up having the most compelling stories about UFOs, and that brings us to this most recent swell of UFO shit, which has generally been like in both the mainstream media and in a lot of just like social media seems to be like, oh, wow, you know, it, people haven't, it, this hasn't been a big topic, but like the military's certain now that there are aliens. Now they're so finally, like, why yeah. isn't anyone talking about this? Because that's not what's happened. Because that's absolutely not what's happening. Um, the first thing people should know is that almost like the, the, the bulk of what's coming out now is based around the, um, the personal recollections of a guy named Luis Elizondo, who uh, talked to Wire in, you know, I don't know, I don't know exactly when he talked to Wired, but he talked to the New York Times as well. And he bills himself as a member of AATIP, uh, the Advanced Aviation Threat Identification Program, which like investigated flying foreign weapon threats, uh, UFOs or whatever. They don't call them UFOs, they call them um, uh, UAPs, the unidentified aerial phenomena. UAPs. It's a UFO. They're just trying to be less, you know. Yeah, they you know, don't want people to think, "Oh, they're studying UFOs." Yeah. That means, yeah, exactly. Yeah, this is actually an example of the Defense Department being in, intelligent and savvy about and being like, "Oh, if we have a UFO investigation thing, people right. are just going to be like, there's definitely aliens." Yeah. Um. So good on them for knowing something. Um. <laughs> but yeah. So this this fucking guy. Um, Luis Elizondo, yeah, who talked to, who is like the core of the fucking New York Times's story was the core of a couple. I mean, Wired actually did a pretty good job of like investigating this guy, but he's like the he's he's framed himself as a fox molder. He's been like, you know, I worked for this this branch. Mm-hmm. I kept running into things I couldn't explain. I thought there was a cover up, people trying to like stop me or stop this from being discussed more widely. How there's definitely aliens, and like so in 2017, I left to try to tell the people the truth. Like, he's really trying to frame himself as Mulder or a whistleblower. The one problem, there's not a goddamn bit of evidence he actually worked for AATIP. Like, not a not a, a single... Like, he definitely worked for the Defense Department, um, but he did 
there's nothing that ties him to the people who were actually looking for UFOs. Um, and he immediately, when he left the Defense Department, he tried to get into the entertainment. He got like a TV uh, show and shit. Yeah, that's the ping, right? Like that's the oh, okay, yeah, never mind. Yeah, gotcha. Just a grifter. I get it. Yeah, 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 I see. I see. A I see. savvy grifter, very successful. Um, got his own history he's got channel all these show. People talking yeah. about it like it's this thing. Uh, he got a history channel show. Um, but yeah, he's he's trying to be like I'm the Fox Mulder. But you know, Fox Mulder didn't get on the History Channel. Fox Mulder grabbed a gun and hijacked a gondola. That's and, right. And, he stayed and, in and the and shit. Fucking, <laughs> lit a like lit a guy's corpse on fire for no reason and tried to break into the defense department, the Pentagon without disguising. He did. Fox Mulder did some fucking nutty yeah. shit. Yeah. Elizondo's just grifting, you know, Fox Mulder, um, took a stand and it was took a stand. Maybe a series not always of the best stand to take, but he <laughs> did the, it and yeah, he stuck with a it. good stand. He stuck with it. He watched a lot of weird porn. Anyway, that's, I'm sure Elizondo does too. Um, so, <laughs> huh? He's not wrong. Yeah. Oh God. Oh. So the 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 big New York Times article. Um, well, okay. So one of the things that's frustrating about this is how Scientific American has characterized because a lot of the reporting you have this New York Times article, and then you have people reporting on the New York Times article, and that mm. creates this perception that there's like a lot of shit coming out about UFOs when there really isn't. Well, um, right. It's it's and the, the it's pointing out it, it it's pointing out that there isn't, but the landscape yeah. makes it seem like oh everyone's talking about aliens. Like, well, no, they're pointing yeah. out this this story's not that. Uh, well put together. Yeah. And it's it's bizarre. Um like a, a number of the things that are like sketchy about this is like so uh the the Scientific American kind of summarizes the three revelations in this New York Times article based on Elizondo as like number 1, many high-ranking people in the federal government believe aliens have visited planet Earth. Not a revelation. At lots of people at all Everybody levels of society like, like believe yeah, that. like that's not Yeah. I'm sure Trump was being honest when he was like, yeah, maybe like because I doubt yeah. like I don't, I don't think there's really any evidence that the fucking DOD has. You know why? Because they're shitty at keeping secrets. Um, right. right. They're they're bad at it. And it would immediately leak out if there was hardcore. If there was a single photograph of an extraterrestrial, it would immediately get leaked. Yeah. Tom you know DeLonge why? would post it immediately. Yeah. People would people in the Pentagon would happily die to get that information out because it's it it's aliens like that's the thing yeah the thing about it shit. like at, this, at a certain yeah. point it's like if it if there's conclusive evidence somebody's gonna somebody's gonna point that out and bring it out yeah and like that you can't put that back in the bag um, no because it, we all it, want it because we all be. want it to be true. Um, Every single no, person no, wants this to be true. Yeah, nobody's yeah. like, I fucking hope aliens don't exist. That would like, yeah. I hope we're the only ones in the billions and billions yeah. and billions of fucking planets. Um, it's, Everybody yeah. wants this to be real. So if there was hard evidence, it would immediately like one of the the hardest pieces of confirmation that we don't have proof one way or the other is Trump didn't tweet it out, which he would have absolutely. <laughs> like, absolutely. You think Donald John Trump would keep that secret? No he'd, he'd vlog about it. He'd make a vlog. 
He, yeah, he would make he would have made a fucking vlog about it. He would have done a Twitter live stream from Area 51 showing us the aliens. <laughs> yeah, there's no way. Um and it's just the thing, um, it's a thing that happens all the time. Even uh like yeah. it seems it just seems like a like a little morsel or a distraction just to like say say like even uh Clinton uh when she was running said like, "Yeah, I'll I'll declassify all the alien stuff if it's out there." It's like, "Okay, yeah. all right." Yeah. Well, Cuz it's not and you know it's not. Because you know the government as well as I know the government, and you know that it's bad at keeping this kind of secret. The yes. kind of secrets it's good at keeping is like we secretly funneled eleven million dollars to this guy who's a friend of a congressman so that he could half construct a bridge, and that's going to take twenty years to get out because we've buried the information about it in a thousand, or like we lost three billion dollars in cash in Iraq, like physically lost, like there were pallets of money that they landed and unloaded and lost. That happened! Took a while for people to like, but it had like, that's the kind of shit you can, you can, you can swirl that around and it'll take a while. It all eventually comes out. But that's the thing, it eventually comes out still. Like even that is like, well yeah, yeah, but eventually. Yeah. And, like, and like nobody's like I uh, there are there are upset like people obsessed about like I gotta like oh there where's the 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 money that we lost like there's no like obsessive yeah. people doing that I'll tell you there's so it's many a people... bunch of dudes in Iraq <laughs> right right like we're like ah oh, I guess we should steal this money let's give some of it to some of the soldiers guarding it and take it <laughs> again I've known. Because of, you know, just my job as a journalist, I've had to talk to a number of people in the defense industry. I've known because my I come from a family with a military background, a number of people in the defense industry. I've known people in the intelligence industry. It's part of, like, the job. Um, I don't believe anyone. Like, you look at what kind of shit leaked out about the Fed response to the BLM protest last year. How many guys from within the agency leaked out shit about like improper crowd control techniques. And that's something that's a lot less controversial than fucking aliens, which I guarantee you a ton of feds would be like, Oh yeah, I would fucking leak that out. Like, right. As opposed to like, it doesn't have any stuff that makes us look bad. Like, no, like, yeah. Yeah. This does not mean to be clear that I or you have any faith in the federal government or any faith in like the inherent goodness of people. It's not about good or bad. It's about, no one could keep aliens a secret. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just not going to happen. Um, and it, this is not me having faith in anything. It's just me having a basic understanding of human beings who can't keep their fucking mouths shut about Especially cool about fucking aliens. Especially about, about aliens. Fucking aliens. The coolest thing that could possibly happen. Um, like, it's the kind of thing, if they fucking found conclusive evidence that there was a microbe in the fucking atmosphere of, of Venus... Um, that shit would leak out before yeah. the scientific report. It would leak out a thousand <laughs> times before they could actually like t- explain like it's just a microbe and that's important, but like it's not like people would be talking about the aliens on Venus for fucking days yes. before that report hit because no one would be able to keep their fucking mouth shut about it. Yeah, like because also like you you like they're get, you bring in like mm-hmm. you have to study these things. Scientists, especially not just like people mm-hmm. in general, scientists mm-hmm. want aliens to exist. It's like one of the mm-hmm. things that they really want to find. It would sell. It would like help them. It's just yeah. The whole thing is just um yeah yeah. We're all Fox anyway, so at the heart. second point, uh, <laughs> we're all we're all Fox Molders at heart. We all want to hijack a gondola at gunpoint, and by God, one day I'll do it. One day I'll do it. You know, three D yeah. printed guns. Italy's wanna... not that long a flight away. Oh, sorry. 
I want to I want to believe in aliens, but I do believe in you doing that. Thank you, Cody. Thank you for helping me get on the no fly list. You're um, <laughs> so the second point in in sort of the summary of this New York Times story, the first was that obviously high ranking people, the federal government think aliens have visited the Earth, of course. Second point is military pilots have recorded videos of UFOs with capabilities that seem to outstrip all known human aircraft, changing direction and accelerating in ways no fighter jet or helicopter could ever accomplish. I believe they've seen that. I have not seen evidence or heard evidence that suggests it's stuff a drone couldn't do. Because drones do things that planes, because there's not a person who can black out in a drone. Right. You know? Yeah, um, there's a lot of um, excessive. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. There's things you can do with the drone and, yeah. that you can't. Um, yeah. But also a lot of, like, again, like many of these, uh, like you said, like something like, what, 90 some percent uh, have been explained. Yeah. Yes, there are people that know how like cameras work, um, and yes. how uh, certain things work. Where they can look at it and go, "Oh, well, it's it's this." Like if I can recreate it right now, and they recreate yeah. it, and um, so just like the, I don't know, it's all it's un it's still unidentified, and that's what. Uh, yeah, it's. The word means. Yeah, you know, Cody, you know it's not uh, unidentified. You know it's well identified because I, I'm fairly certain it's a legal requirement to uh, identify promo code ads when you're, yeah, when you're promo when you're pitching ads. ads. I, I, th I, I think you have to you have to be clear about that. Although a lot of times people aren't because our entire childhood was just us being marketed to in the in the guise of beautiful cartoon robots. So I don't know where I'm going with this, Cody. Um, I can't wait to buy Megatron! Stuff, oh, shit. Yeah, that also. Welcome to the worst year ever. We'll get through it together or not. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Why did the internet choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? I'll be talking to internet historians, experts, and yes, the main characters themselves to get a fuller picture. Because I think that even outside individual experiences, a character of the day tells us something about how the internet worked at that time and how the attention economy developed into the freaky three-headed dragon it is today. Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Eugene Fodor. Gene, we'll boot it. Much of the joy you will find on the road comes from the person you share it with. So you write the books, Gene, and Vlastar on the business. I understand now. He's a wise man who marries a wiser woman. But be careful and choose your travel partner well, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. Get down! I'm not stupid, Gene. Something is going on, and it's high time you tell me the truth. Freeze, Americano! Huh? Oh. Gene, run! So travel before it's too late. Your money will return. Your time won't. 
and we're all too quickly approaching that final destination. Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Everything is so dumb, 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 dumb. We're back. We're back with you know, two Megatrons. <laughs> for cheap, Megatrons. thanks to t- 15% off. Three Megatrons. Three Megatrons. Three Megatrons now four for Megatrons. the price of 70% one... off. Galactus? The, your first three months. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't know aliens. I don't know. I don't know aliens um, either. I don't know aliens. Well, I, I know. Go, a I think the whole premise of, aliens, of this episode actually, is that nobody but... knows aliens. Okay, okay. I, I, question, I, I know a significant number, but yeah, which, not that which, kind of. Which huh? super, like, famous or well-known human do you think is actually an alien and not actually a human? Oh yeah, Nicolas Cage. Is there another answer to that question? Ooh. Possibly. Ooh. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> is, is there another answer you could possibly give to that question? Oh, yeah. God, He's here to collect crazy. all of the. Oh, that's such a good answer that I'm like. That's a really good answer. Yeah. Um. Honestly, He's here uh, because eight... Donald Trump is close uh, on account of the way he talks and some of the things he said. And his he does not viewpoint. talk like it's, a person. He does not talk like anyone I've ever heard before in my life. Yeah. Um. I th- he, inven- I think he invented phrases want... for like for yeah. all time. I would like this to be a movie, and I think it would be a successful movie. And I know for a fact, to a point of certainty, that Nicolas Cage would be degree and agree to be oh, in yeah. it. You have Nicolas Cage play himself as an alien who has come to Earth because his species desperately needs. Maybe they have share an ancestor with dinosaurs, mm-hmm. and in order to fix a genetic problem, they need to buy up all of the Tyrannosaurus skulls they can. Yeah, they got to buy so our bones. His whole career. Because Nicolas Cage went badly in debt because he was buying so di- so many dinosaurs. <laughs> so I think I feel I think, like you could have a fun movie. <laughs> I think Nicolas Cage is the best mm-hmm. answer, but I'd also like to throw mm-hmm. in uh, Judge Janine. <laughs> Judge Janine. Judge Judy. Oh, no, yeah. Judge, Judge Janine. Janine could be. No, not uh, Judge. Ju- Judy. Oh, I don't Judge know her. Janine from from Janine. Fox. Uh, Janine... Oh, Janine Pirro, yeah, Pirro, yeah. That lady. Uh, she's not an alien. Yeah. She's just drunk all the time. She's not an alien, <laughs> right? Yeah, she's, 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 she's just she's just an alcoholic. Yeah, she's just um, having her afternoon TV wine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we all just want our afternoon TV wine, don't we, folks? We do. So, po- it's true. Point number three from this New York Times article that we are slowly getting through. Yeah, we're was in a group of buildings in Las Vegas. The government stockpiles alloys and other materials believed to be associated with UFOs. Now that sounds 
that's the only thing here that sounds amazing. That sounds like a huge change, a massive, because that's confirmation that there's fucking extraterrestrials, right? And that's how it's being like a lot of sort of the- Well, there's like stuff we don't know about. What is this? Yeah. There's like, oh my God, the government does. There's a real Area 51 type thing. The government has, you know, um, you know, and that's how this, uh, this fucking, what's his name? Um, Elizondo has been kind of framing it as like, the government has these alloys that we can't identify. Now- that's not actually what um that's not, not what actually the what says. the what the article says. The article says, I'm a quote from the New York Times article here, quote, the company involved in the DOD research modified buildings in Las Vegas for the storage of metal alloys and other materials that program contractors said had been recovered from unidentified aerial phenomena. Researchers also studied people who said they had experienced physical side effects from encounters, yada, yada, yada. There's no evidence that these alloys are unexplainable or unidentified, just that they came from aircraft that we don't know where the aircraft originated from could be russian chinese could be something a different branch of our government threw up into the sky and didn't tell other branches about um we nothing about that says the alloys themselves are unidentified and like fucking scientists have been pointing out that like well even if these are from aliens we would almost certainly be able to identify the alloys because there's only so many things that are out there. It might be right, a new unless, way of mixing them, but like we yes. would be able to figure it out. Like unless it's like all are. all yeah. new elements that we've never discovered. Yeah, but even then, you would be Which able it, to yeah. go in and like look at. Uh, well, okay, it's this many yeah. electrons. This many. It's like this is yeah. what the element yeah. is. Um, but yeah, the idea that like oh, there's the unknown alloys. Like, well, no, the alloy isn't unknown. Yeah. the source of the alloys. Yeah, the reality it's is a wreckage that, like, from people... stuff we don't know where it came from. Like, we know that our government has spent most of the last 70 years shooting all kinds of weird planes into foreign airspaces to take pictures of things we shouldn't have been taking pictures of. Mm. A bunch of shit that was secret until, like, we know we've been doing that. Obviously, other governments have done the same thing to us. Some of that shit crashed. Also, everybody is launching all sorts of nonsense into fucking space. Some of that comes down to the earth. And they just find it, and they're like, well, we don't know what this is, because there's not enough of it left. Let's put it in the room with all of the other junk. Like, it Right, mean but if anything. they looked at the outlet, they'd be like, oh, yeah. it's metal. It's like the metals that we know. It's, it's metal. Right. It's the metal that gets yeah, used for shit that goes in into the air like, sometimes. Like, yeah. yeah. It's just... Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. That's, I guess, the bo- bulk of what... Um, that's the bulk of what what's going on here. And there's, of course, there's this other pattern that I don't know how much I want to get into talking about, but like there's this pattern of like uncomfortable discussions start happening about things the DOD is involved in. And it's time to talk about aliens some more to distract people. Yeah, this one seemed kind of weirdly timed with like everyone complaining about all of the weapons money we send to Israel um, for, the, for the ethnic and then suddenly, going on for the ethnic cleansing and then suddenly there's a lot of alien shit going on um there's also an allegation that like well you know that this is how they are trying now since the war on terror thing doesn't work as well anymore to justify well we need to give more money to make it yeah we've got this alien department now so you should help us fund the alien department um yeah yeah, it's uh it's you know uh who knows but that is uh something that is like worth considering because also like a lot of these videos, uh, they're not new. Uh, they pop up every once in a while and people see, like, yeah. like I remember like not every detail of this new cycle, but like you can remember like, Oh yeah, we did this already. 
We had a we yeah. had a news cycle. We're like, oh, aliens and these videos and this. And the Department mm -hmm. of uh, Defense thinks that like there are military people who think aliens exist. Like this isn't uh, really a new story. No, it's not. Of course, and of course, it's not because um, if if there are, and there may be, if there are, are intelligent, hyper advanced aliens that can do what what will colloquially refer to as Star Trek shit. Mm -hmm. The last thing they would do is let our messy asses see them. Like that—that that is uh, under no circumstances are is are they letting that shit happen? Like, yeah, there's so much about uh, like, like I was talking about, like the needing our resources. Like, fuck off. <laughs> they, they got no, they, they got to earth. They don't, they don't need our fucking nothing shit. We Come have on. they need the the only thing they might we might have that they need is like a animals that they know we're going to wipe out. And if they're a better species and view life as precious, that's the only thing I can see is like, okay, well we got to save some fucking, we yeah, they're like making a zoo. Dolphins, they're working on their, their Dyson yeah, Sphere zoo. Like the, these people clearly aren't going to get their shit together before all these beautiful, like gyms die. So let's save some fucking tree frogs. Right. Um, but like if they're, uh, you know, if they made it here from, uh, who knows how far away and how long it took. Yeah. Um, and they survived. Yeah, unfathomable eons. And yeah. they're flying around in ways that we, we've we never seen this before. I don't think that our shitty cameras would necessarily detect them. Uh, no. Or even like a human eyeball. Um, a human no, eyeball of... is very limited, actually. There's so much that we yeah, don't perceive. Our eyes cats, cats have better eyes. Yeah. Like, like we'd, we'd, and we we, got here. we keep them because they make us feel less lonely and, yeah, and we they've got, we got, got like, better eyes than yeah us. exactly yeah. but like we got you know we got <laughs> yeah. our little sliver of the EM spectrum we can see we can see this mm -hmm. stuff but there's so much that we don't perceive um yeah that like they wouldn't there's like okay so it's not in that range yeah we, alien life could be like a cloud that no, no neither our eyes nor any sensors invented can see in any meaningful way that is the size of planets and just every now and then sweeps over the planet, perceives everything and moves on. And we have no way of knowing like, yeah, not like, like swooping in, flying around, zipping around going, Oh no, they saw me. And then like zipping off. Yeah. Like that's yeah. Like fuck off with that bullshit. Yeah. Um, like, I mean, one of the fun things to imagine is that aliens exist. They've got great engines, but are otherwise just as dumb and messy as us, yeah. which is a fun premise for like, that's basically independence day. Um, right, right. <laughs> or it's or it's basically like our future, yeah. right? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. We like, did it, but like we're not are good stupid enough. Stupid pieces of shit. Like, yeah, we still suck. <laughs> like shit that episode so of the Next Generation when Riker gets caught hiding in an alien race and has to fuck his way out. Yeah, um, maybe that's Riker. happened a God. couple of times. Yeah, classic Riker. That's what's actively happening with Nicolas Cage. He's mm -hmm. working to fuck his way out of planet yeah, Earth, but using the power fuck of fuck. Lot. Mm -hmm. the power as the documentary dinosaur girls are easy makes clear <laughs> like obviously <laughs> jeff goldblum has been trying to fuck his way off planet for decades <laughs> um anyway i guess that's all i have to say about aliens <laughs> i understand uh, you can look up uh, um explanations of all these videos by like scientists who know what they're talking about if you'd like also yeah. um, like Thank you to Garrison Davis for the research on this. Thank episode. you for. Oh yeah, thanks Garrison for allowing Cody and I to just talk about what would be cool RE aliens. <laughs> um which is not any of the things people talk about. There was a fucking there was a motherfucker on Twitter cuz I shared there the like the TikTok alien video. There was a fucking motherfucker on Twitter. I got <laughs> there was a real motherfucker on the twits. 
where okay so like there's this video that comes out of these these fighter pilots being like yeah it was like shaped like a tic tac it moved like nothing i've ever seen mm-hmm. and i like posted it and made some comment about tic tac aliens just because like i post about alien shit sometimes um and there's this mix of people who are like you're just laundering like the defense department propaganda and i was like okay like it's fine to joke about alien but there was also this person who showed up in the comments of the original like video from whatever news agency put it up and was like well if there really are things like this that are that much more advanced it's imperative that we like find them and take them down and capture them to understand them this needs to be the main priority of the defense department oh my God. <laughs> i don't think i've ever seen a, a more unhinged post where it's like so you think that if there's hardcore evidence that aliens are here with unfathomable technology, our first step should be to kidnap them? <laughs> like, I mean, that sounds like a person who works for the you? Department of Defense. Like, yeah. <laughs> are, are you out of your goddamn mind? <laughs> Some people uh, just uh, yeah. you know, fear fear the um, tacs. Um, no, that that absolutely sounds like somebody who works for the Defense Department. It's like, yeah, yeah. we gotta, we gotta yeah. the war on aliens, right? We need to, we need we to gotta do this. Fuck up some aliens. Yeah. Oh, but we don't have the They're technology. They're better, to... better than us at everything and have unthinkable weapons technology. Let's punch them in the dick. <laughs> See if it hurts. <laughs> Let's drink their yeah. blood. What does that do? I, it does make me want like a redo of Independence Day, but instead of like the aliens coming here to eat all of our resources, they're just kind of like passing by because whatever, like whatever travel, like this is like near our planet is just a smooth place in the cosmic sea to go through. And we like we like see that they have like a lot of copper and we're like, let's start a war with the aliens to steal their copper. With the, the or, like, tourist steal aliens fucking... have come. Yeah. Elon Musk needs batteries. Let's massacre. Let's the, commit space genocide. The for them. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> that is exactly what would happen. Like that's the yeah, thing. With so, that, like so many alien, show I want. Yeah. Uh, so many alien like movies and stories and things like that are, uh, are that like written. They're so clearly written from the perspective of a human, of a human being, like what a human being would mm-hmm. want to do. Like, well, if we were the aliens, we'd do this. Therefore the aliens are going to do this. Um, which yeah. is, uh, kind of ridiculous considering, um, yeah. The possibilities. Yeah. Anyway, but I want to believe we, I want to, I want to pitched a couple of good, we pitched a couple of decent screenplays. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, Mr. Cage, uh, yeah. Jump on this. Jump on it now. Yeah. Uh you've got to yeah, get the you've you got to get the bones. You got to get the bones. Call it honestly. Make it a 90 minute movie. It'll cost 40 million dollars. Half of that will go to Nicolas Cage. Call it Nicolas Cage is literally an alien. Throw it up on Netflix. It'll, it, you'll make your money back. Or Galactic Treasure. What, what about Tom Cruise? National yeah. Treasure 2. Sorry, go ahead. Sophie. I was saying speaking of jumping things, what about what about Tom Cruise? Could he Tom Cruise is the most perfectly human man who has ever existed. I have I have no <laughs> doubts about Tom Cruise's humanity. Well, he's also an alien possessed by Xenu, right? That was my point. I mean, like, no, he that but he believes literally the opposite that he's got the aliens out of him, and that's why he's so good at climbing up tall buildings. That's right. That's 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 the entirety of Scientology. He's yeah. alien. He's alien free. He's pure. He's pure human. Yeah. Oh. Like, that's the whole thing they believe about themselves, is they got all the ghosts out of their blood. Um, That's a buddy uh, comedy I would watch uh, if Tom Cruise is in a Nicolas Cage movie. That's my point. I I think it would be a beautiful film. 
or maybe throw another 30 million onto the budget. Tom Cruise is hunting Nicolas Cage because he's he knows Nick Cage is an alien and Scientologists mm-hmm. are fighting the aliens. I see what uh, you're doing. Instead, instead yeah. of uh, like, you know, uh, you know Thetan readers and uh, just sort of like, you know, uh, I see it. Getting, it like getting rid of them yeah. psychologically. He, literally, he's just like, we have to murder the aliens inside you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, Netflix, free shit, right? They'll I mean, make not free. anything. You'll have to spend They'll at make least fucking $70 anything. million. Dollars. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I felt emotionally like somewhere in his sleep, a Netflix executive just screamed out, Greenlit! And then got smothered in bed by his wife, who's had mm-hmm. enough. Um, <laughs> God willing. <laughs> well. Good for her. <laughs> Good for her. Good for her. Uh, Taking a stand. Right. Uh, you can find us <laughs> online, Worst Year Pod, uh, on the Perst media. Pod. And Robert, Log on. Robert com. You, have a, you have a new fiction a podcast. I have an infection? No, you have a new fiction podcast. I don't have an infection. I don't have an infection. What are you talking about? A new fiction. I can't even. If I have to oh, say one more time. Oh, a new fiction podcast. I have to oh, say one more yeah, fucking I, time. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, I wrote a novel. It's 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 dumb. There's no, it's a podcast. Not. After it's the a podcast. It's definitely a podcast. Trailer, trailer. <laughs> like name the podcast. After the revolution, <laughs> trailers out now. First episode. June the trailers 2nd. out now. I will figure out getting a website up and an EPUB up for it. Uh, anyway, Hell I also yeah. have, I love I, websites. I can announce. I might as well announce this now. I'm not ready to announce it on social media, but it's not a secret. I also have an actual publisher. Next year, the 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 physical edition of the book will be coming out. There will always be a free EPUB because money's tight and people should be able to read books for free. Mm. Um, yeah. But people who want to will next year be able to buy a hard copy. It's going to be produced by AK Press, which is a wonderful anarchist publishing house whose books have been the sources on a number of Bastards episodes, including the Machno episode. So um, that's, very that's cool. That's very cool. Yeah. But starting June um, 2nd, we'll be releasing uh, uh, chapters. They'll be releasing Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Yeah. With the first Three episode, chapters a week. Wednesday, the mm-hmm. June 2nd. Yeah. Uh, and at some point, I'll be probably funding uh, more fiction books if people want that maybe one about nicholas cage mm-hmm. is an alien so that netflix can spend 70 million dollars i feel like yeah. this is a movie just, that 13 I like people this watch wasn't all the way a through. podcast this was just like a weird brainstorming it's a, it's a backdoor pilot pitch session. <laughs> cody and i just needed to talk <laughs> like what if have you ever thought about like i'm just off the top of my head what if a show was like this and all the characters are named this and this happened and this happened yeah. the second season yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah the reality um, of this episode is that cody and i used to hang out more uh and haven't gotten to in a while because <laughs> of the play <laughs> just talking about your fucking broken uh, showers talking about shit <laughs> how was your flight uh, yeah they're not all gonna be they're not all gonna be gyms yeah it's um, a banger don't whatever. worry you've already um, listened to it uh lovely beautiful uh thoughts to katie mm. uh, who could not be here Yes. Um, and probably was yes. glad that she wasn't here. <laughs> and probably would have been profoundly frustrated at us. She will be um, back soon. And, uh, that's time to play the song. Yep, here's the song. Great. I tried. Yes. Daniel? Lovely.
Worst Year Ever is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene was wounded! But be careful. Because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.